Welcome back to Views from the 50, an NFL podcast where we provide coverage on all things NFL. I'm your co-host, Chefe, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the SFN crew. How's everybody doing tonight? Just hey, cool, man. Night for the dogs. Staying alive. Are we here? Everything is good, man. I had, had some uh, had some salmon earlier. And of course. It's just eating good. good, living good. It sounds as good. long as it's not from the Pacific, because you know they they're pouring nuclear waste into the water. So don't get your fish out of the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being okay. serious. Thank you. I'm okay. Right. Uh, I don't as well. Please. That's understandable. Yep. So, actually, actually, you wait. You got yeah. Please protect yourself. Don't don't get any fish out there, man. For sure. Yeah, Wayne, protect yourself. Listen here to uh, one Tommy. He's always eating good. Sounds like he's living good. We might have to take some notes from his uh, his book. Um, but you know what? Let's get right into it, guys. The big brothers they strike. 49ers, they blow out the Cowboys, and the Steelers stole the show right at home. Let's 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 first talk about them Cowboys, though. Man, there was a lot going on, a lot of chirping after the game between uh Kittle, Parsons, and uh Debo. Uh they, they said they're talking about a rematch in the playoffs. And if the NFL scripts have anything to do with it, I think we'll see this matchup in the playoffs. I uh but other than that, I'm, let me let me get into this game. I I ended up falling asleep probably like right at right at halftime. I feel like and I didn't. I don't think I saw one of Dak's interceptions. And and to 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 see that he ended up throwing three, I'm just I don't even know what to say at this point. Three interceptions is just unacceptable. I mean, I got to go back and watch watch what was going on. I need to see what he was seeing on the field. I mean, hopefully he's in the room looking at film this week. Uh, I know they don't have a game till Monday, so. Hopefully they're prepared, but they play a Chargers team that's coming off a bye week, and they're supposed to be getting Eckler back, and he's going to be healthy. So I don't know what that's going to spell for us, uh, but we better get things together now. It's it's, it's now. Uh, but Trev, man, how you how you feel about the Cowboys in this? Yeah, I didn't watch the game at all. I didn't see any of that game, and I feel like I've seen it because I've talked to so many people about it. They've told me the story of it, and it's just like, dang, did I – I feel like I watched the game, but I didn't watch it at all. And I'm glad I didn't see it because I would have been just very disappointed. It would have ruined my night. But what I understand about Dak Prescott is that I give him 60% of the blame for this. Coaches didn't do what they needed to do. They weren't prepared. Um, all the players weren't prepared. But Dak, I mean, for a man to throw three interceptions in a game and then throw interceptions to backups when the game's out of reach, they're trying to stat pad Dak, and he's throwing interceptions still to the second string. That's just that's just bad. I don't know what to say about that, man. Um, I don't know if it's emotion, his psyche, but 49ers obviously are living rent-free in his head and um can't get past them. I watched his um post game, I didn't see that, and he said that um he mentioned he was like prepared or he did everything he could, still got punched in the face. I mean, I don't know how you do that much preparing and you get beat forty two to ten. That's that's terrible. So um, I'll probably rewatch the game at some point, but uh, no time soon. They need to win a game first, and then I'll, then I'll maybe I'll feel like watching it. But uh, no one's trying to see that. I mean, it's not like we haven't won three games, but as somebody who sat there and stayed up through the entire 42 10 schlacking that the Cowboys took, 
the Cowboys came out. We were very unprepared. The San Francisco 49ers, as I said in the previous week, they are the best team in the NFL, and they showed why they're the best team in the NFL. There's no weakness, whether it be their offensive line, their defensive line. They have arguably the best linebacking core with the best linebacker, Fred Warner, in the NFL. Their cornerbacks and their safety. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Fred Warner is the best in the NFL? Better than TJ Watt. TJ Watt plays on line. I'm not really I'm not worried about that. But like, I'm talking about as far as like middle linebacker covering, doing everything that you need to do as far as getting to the quarterback, you know, playing coverage on tight ends, running backs, and some instances wide receiver, because I think it was one play he was chasing down CDC Lambert Brandon Cooks. So Fred Warner's pretty much everywhere on the field. I've always spoke highly for um, Fred Warner. Um, Christian McCaffrey was held to, I want to say, 57 yards, but he had a touchdown again for the uh, 14th straight game touchdown. Brock Purdy is the real deal. I know a lot of people are saying that it's, it's it, you know, it's a scheme thing. But Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is, is is looking at the defenses. He's seeing what defenses are doing before the line of scrimmage, you know, before the play is set. You know, he's reading the line of scrimmage, reading what the defenses are doing. Then he just sits back and delivers the ball where it needs to be delivered. Brandon Ayuk, excellent route runner. Debo Samuels isn't even really getting off the way he used to with Jimmy Garoppolo, but they have so many different weapons that the 49ers, barring injury last year, go to the Super Bowl. And this year, barring injury, should be going to the Super Bowl. I mean, Philadelphia also is an excellent team. But San Francisco, in my opinion, there are there are no weaknesses. I've, I've, I've been on record before to say Philadelphia has some secondary issues that they need to figure out. The San Francisco 49ers have no issues at all, no weaknesses. And Dak Prescott, three interceptions back-to-back-to-back, three straight drives. Tony Pollard from the ball. Michael Parsons, you can say whatever you want to George Kittle for wearing the fuck Dallas shirt. So excuse my language, the F Dallas shirt. But for his historic reasons, that's that's why he wore that shirt. And Dak Prescott, you can, I mean, um, Michael Parsons, you can't go on your podcast after the game and say you have something for George Kittle. George Kittle scored three touchdowns on three receptions. What are we talking about? I mean, I didn't play the NFL, so I mean, it is what it is. But from somebody, when I get, if I get beat like that, I'm not going to tell you, oh, I got something for you later on. Why didn't you do anything then? And again, like we get it, you know, they're double, triple, triple team. And you, Trent Williams said apparently that, you know, we're going to W all night. And that, that's what happens when you're a potential defense player of the year um, player. But you can't go on a podcast after the fact, after you got beat up, you didn't have any effect on the game and say, oh, I got something for you. It's unacceptable. It, it, it's it's just no – you're not based in reality. San Francisco is better, 32 points better. Kyle Shanahan is a better coach. They have better players. They run their schemes better. They read our defenses better. They understand what we're doing on offense better. Dak Prescott needs to figure it out because at this point, it feels like Dallas needs to move on. Trey Lance is not the answer. Cooper Rush is not the answer. I mean, at this point, the Cowboys may have to trade up for Caleb Williams, but I don't know what Caleb Williams is doing, and I certainly don't want Shador uh, Sanders. So I don't know what the Cowboys are going to do. We have to figure it out. That's my honest I opinion. This. I will say this. Getting uh, Sanders would be a Cowboys move. It would be a Cowboys move, which and, and, and it's not going to help us. He he has the most. He has the most. I think he has the most passing yards in uh, college football right now, which is fine. He has a pretty high completion percentage. But the rumor is that he's taking sacks, so he doesn't mess it up his complete uh, completion percentage. So there's also that. And pro football is a lot faster than college football, so we'll see how he translates. I mean, yeah, I know that's you know that's, that's what they're going to say about that kid, but we know what that's about. So, but I mean, yeah, Dallas. Again, I've said it before. There's three teams that are elite in the NFL. 
Eagles, 49ers, Kansas City. Everybody's saying, oh, Dallas, this, Dallas, that, because we beat up on three bad teams. No offense, Wayne. But the Patriots are in a rebuild, too. And it's not going to take long if they keep if they keep Belichick. It's not going to be long before they're going to be back because they're hurt on defense. If they were healthy on defense, the Cowboys probably don't put up 38 points. So there's that. The Cowboys are not who we think they are. We're a good team that beats up on bad teams. And they have to figure it out. They got to find some heart because they did not show it in San Francisco. Kudos to Debo Samuel, even though he played for the 49ers. It's my guy. Yeah. Um, so Tommy Graham basically speaks for all the Cowboys fans out there. You know, I, I, I t- it's understandable. It's totally understandable. Um, it's sad, too, at the same time, because you guys paid Dak all this money. He's earning like 154 plus, you know what I mean? And um, at the end of the day, you guys can't let him go or you're going to eat some money. And Jerry's not going to do that. He just has to find a way to get better. Um, and it's and and like you said, Trev, it is sixty percent really on him. I'll probably even bump it up to seventy percent. You can't throw three picks in a row. You know what I mean? As a elite quarterback in this league, you're supposed to be top ten. You know you can't just do that type of thing in in a big type of game like that against a very good team. stacking up against a team like that. Um, and you want to be, you know, in that in their category. You can't you can't just be performing like that in a prime time game. Um, so he he's really got to step it up um, this week uh, when you guys got the Chargers. It's, it's going to be crazy because you got um, old Kellen Moore uh, as the OC. He's going to want to light it up against you guys um, defensively. Um, I know Dan Quinn's going to have to throw or try to throw some things on him that he knows uh, from last year and the last few years that he's been working with him. But um, at the end of the day, I know he's going to try to light it up. So you guys got to show out um, in this game and show that you're really about it. Um, to really show that you're, you guys can make a strong run in the playoffs because right now it's 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 showing like it'll be another one and done type of season, um the way that it's starting off right now, um especially losing to the Cardinals. Cardinals made no sense, you know what I mean. You guys should have been easily three and zero going into this game, um but uh it is what it is. Uh, it it really leans on Dak and then it leans on uh, Mike McCarthy too as well. At the end of the day, um he's he is calling the plays on offense and they're not looking. As great, you guys gotta get CD the ball a little bit more too as well. So, um, hopefully, you guys figure it out um, as as these months get colder. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. All right, Sav, man, you got anything to add about that uh, 49ers beat down? No, okay, yeah. Well, I will say, yeah, <laughs> that. that <laughs> It's okay. I'll speak for him. Dak, Dak, please get it together, man. Uh, you back in the spotlight this week on Monday night. So, uh, yeah. We Everybody gets together. Yeah, show some show some heart. Yeah. Have some pride, man. Jesus. You are the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Does that not mean anything to you? Is this actually, is this your what? Sec, this is second loss since the major injury to your secondary, correct? Uh, That's right. yes, because Trayvon, the week that we lost to the Cardinals, Trayvon went down. Yeah, he got hurt in practice before that game. Yeah. <sighs> practice. But I don't want to sit here and, and, and solely blame any of these losses on Diggs going down. I mean, I'm not, no, nah, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying it's more, yeah. more so as the depth 
some teams, like I said, in issues with season and longevity, depth does become an issue. That's all I was just trying. Because a lot of teams now are dealing with, I think the major injury in the league currently is torn ACLs or torn Achilles, if I'm correct. I think it's torn Achilles. Um, well, like, football is just a game of attrition. Whoever is healthiest is going gonna, is gonna to win. You know, it's a world-class athletes right here. But, hey, you could be the healthiest guy and still get injured. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's, that's kind of like what they 100% injury. 100% injury. You will get hurt playing football. That's a fact. But that's what they said about Philly. You know, Philly was very healthy last year. And, well, they stayed healthy at the right time. They were, you know, they they were kind of beat up a little bit last year in like the middle of the season, towards the end of the season with Jalen Hurts. A couple of their linemen went down, but they got healthy at the right time. So. Well, speaking of things that happened at the right time, there were things that happened at the right time for the Steelers as they stole the show right at home against their divisional opponents. The Ravens, who 3-0 and in the division early in the season. And if uh, anybody saw us live this past um, Sunday on Twitch, y'all got to see our guy Trev pop in live from the game, man. How how was that being there live in person at the at the game? You know, Steelers fans are nicer than what I thought. They're nicer than Eagles fans. I'll say that. Eagles fans, that you guys are something else. But um environment was amazing. Um it's unfortunate the Ravens lost because I think that was a game they should have won. A lot of drop passes. I mean, you put the ball right in the guy's hands and you just you don't come up with the touchdown. Um it's definitely not on Lamar. Uh, Steelers defense just uh, showed up. They did their thing. Um, and who I believe is the best defensive, um, you know, best linebacker in the league, TJ Watt, he really showed up big for this team. Seriously. I mean, the fact that he did not win defensive player of the week and the guy from uh, the Raiders won is just crazy to me. I mean, he's the, you know, singular force that I think really kind of tipped the scales in that game. Um, he's already won that award um, this year. Um, and I think he's already won it for the month. But, um, yeah, he should have definitely won it again this week. Um, he's on track to beat his record from last year. And um, looking like the best defensive player in football right now. Um, they don't win that game without T.J. Watt. Um, the Ravens are still good, um, but I definitely think they got to work on their uh, pass catchers. I don't know why their rookie receiver is, you know, getting all the targets, but uh, it is what it is. Um, great game. Steelers did what they had to do. So, good for them. Good for them. Yeah. You sound like a Ravens fan. <laughs> uh, I like, I like, I like, I like that team. I like that team. I'm pretty. pretty the wrong cool. Yeah. Well, well, you spoke on their rookie, and I, let, let, let's see. Uh, the guy that was endorsing the rookie early on in the season, Sav, man, you, how you feel about the rookie getting all the play? Are we referring to Mr. Flowers? <laughs> Your Flowers. Guy, yes, sir. It's, it's, I mean, it's just been, it's been rough. It's, everything's just rough currently. And there's not really a lot you could do about it. So it's like, as much as you want to see a guy produce, you just got to see how the offensive flow goes and, and seeing how the offensive flow has been going. It's just, it's tough for not just them to get started, you know, or should I say not just him as that rookie to get started, but it's been tough for a lot of rookies this year to get started. Um, and just be able to maintain. Like, you see rookies have surprisingly good games, but as far as staying consistent, you really haven't seen a lot of rookies come in the league and be consistent in in a factor where they're making a difference every game. 
Like I'd probably say the most you the most who would I put up there now? Probably Robinson would probably be my my bet right now as the best rookie in the league currently. So it just it just depends. I say chill on the slander on Zay. It was one game. All right. Secondly, the rate the Ravens offense itself, it looks like the same offense of the last few years. So them hiring this new OC and supposed to change the offense and doing all this stuff, it does not look any different. It looks actually awful. Uh more awful no, than I it. think I think I think I think it looks pretty good. I mean, you can't just because the guy drops a a ball isn't, you know, that's on that guy. I mean, there's no nah, covering nah. for football. I'm saying the way Lamar's, that Lamar's yeah. passing percentage is up. Um, the run game is effective without Lamar running for 100 yards a game. Like, he I would say the has, offense has improved overall. Um, he, he has a higher has, completion percentage. He also has but, most fumbles in the league out of any player. So that's on him right there. And, you know, I mean, he's turned the ball over. That, that pass in the end zone to Odell should have been a back shoulder. If they're paying him all this money that he begged for in the offseason, sat out for, he got to be making these type of passes. So that's just – that's on him at the end of the day. Uh, he is getting better. You know, at the end of the day, I, I, I do commend him for that, and that's what we need. But uh, he – the team overall itself like that, uh, they're losing some key games in these last second uh, minutes, uh, you know, of the, of the game, just like the Colts game the other week. Um, that are costing them, and it might even cost them, you know, seeding down the line because um, their division, it might only be one team that goes out of it. We were thinking two teams will come out of it. It's probably just be one team going out of it. So um, they got to get it together with Cincinnati getting hot too as well now. So um, we'll see how it goes for them. Uh, but good win for the Steelers, though, at the end of the day. Um, good way for them to fight back. Uh, they had the momentum one day. Of course, T.J. Watt uh, turned up. Uh, that man is something else. Um, and then that pass to Pickens was crazy. Uh, pick it to pickings. No, dude, it was nobody on that man. It's just, man. just easy. I don't easy. know how Humphreys Humphreys got beat like that as a number one. Is you know, but yeah, they they're crazy. They're a crazy combo. But uh, good win for the Steelers right there. Yes, it's time for some people to go home and be family men. Odell. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Never mind. That was that was too easy. I, I know Odell's homeboys. You know. Posting family pictures and all that. We're not getting into that. Hey man, Steelers, do what you gotta do. Um, Nelson Aguilar, man, same issues that you had in Philadelphia. You just can't catch the ball. Was that a fly route he dropped that trail? Was that what is that what happened? Was it a go route? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even see him, they didn't even see him uh running that route. They weren't ready for it. They weren't in position. I mean, he was just wide open. He just just ran like no coverage. I mean, he couldn't even believe he had that much space and the opportunity to do that. So yeah, but Lamar also what, he, he, he threw a pick, fumbled, lost the fumble as well. I mean, um, the pick that he threw, he you know he was throwing the pass to Odell, and Odell just you know, couldn't couldn't bring just, that pass in. Hey Amen. It's Pittsburgh. Did I guess we did say Pittsburgh is a big brother, so <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh is a big brother. You do what you got to do. Big bro shows up. And he says, "Hey, that's a big brother right now." Sometimes you just got to show up. Is the coach that 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 holds the crown in that division? I will say that. No, I will say I will say there were there were some chance um throughout that game um to get rid of a, fire, a certain offensive coordinator. 
Oh yeah. yeah, it was a whole it was a whole movement out there, man. The Fire Canada thing, man. That was a consistent theme throughout the entire. Even when they were winning, it was Fire Canada. Like, yeah. uh, there was a a car leaving the stadium that had a you know an escort with them. Everyone's like, that must be Matt Canada. That must be him. I think that even happened in like one of the preseason basketball games or something or or somewhere else in another like sport. I think they were chanting that too. No, it was in a yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh uh, Penguins game, the opener. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What are they talking about?" Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. Yeah, I was like, "What's going on?" And that's like, "Oh, okay, it all makes sense now." <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all bad, bro. It's all bad. It's all good luck, bad, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, good luck to Tomlin, yeah. though, man. Tomlin's Tomlin's that guy, and right now they currently, according to the standings, lead the division. So they did what they needed to do, and the big brothers striked. All over the place this week. 49ers and Steelers. They got the same record as the Ravens. We're okay. No. No. <laughs> be okay. Well, at least, at least y'all are tied with Big Brother. Big Brother's looking at us like, ha, oh, get out of here. Don't you, you're adopted. No, it's not looking good right now on, the, on that other side. You're right about that. But let's get right into the next thing. We got back-to-back blowout losses. And Bill says it's it's time to start all over, but I saw a report that says Mac Jones is still starting. I'm I'm thinking starting over is is throwing another guy in, seeing what he can do, and seeing what else they got. I mean, uh, I don't know, but let me let me let me throw this to Wayne, get some real insight in Boston. What's going nah, on over there? I feel like um, when he says start over, just because he's still starting with Mac or keep staying with Mac, um, he's just saying like his philosophy and how he's going with things. He's gonna start over over with that. Regardless, it's a travesty. Um, right now, I'm probably the most excited I've ever been as a Patriots fan that we're this bad because we're we're top five in the draft right now, which is amazing. With uh, you know, generational type of talent coming out of the draft. So you guys um, have a horrible track record when it comes to drafting no. um, first round talent. So I, I don't know. It might be it might be a bad thing, man. As, like, as, as, like, a fan, <laughs> as a fan, I know, and it hurts. It hurts. But I'm hoping. I'm just hoping that you know. Some, I, I I'm really hoping that at the end of the day, Robert Kraft tries to let go of um Bill Belichick's like tag as a GM because he's already been awful as a GM regardless. Um, every year in the draft, as I go, I already know it's gonna be a trash pick because I know he's, I don't know what he does. He just feels like the talent that he sees from scouting that is like from a D two score or something like that is the talent that's gonna you know produce on the field. And it's not always gonna be like that. Um, you can you can't well, I think I think right. I think Bill I think Bill is looking for coachable players. I think he's looking yeah. for players with certain attitude versus a skill set. Like, could you imagine someone like uh, Justin Jefferson on on New England? Like, maybe you know because they have Randy Moss, but um, it's hard to imagine that. You know, it's right. like I'm gonna skip a guy like that because I don't like his attitude, or I think his attitude will affect the locker room. It's not a bad guy or anything. I just don't think it'll mesh well with our culture so it's, i think that's what he goes hard. for he goes for culture guys and like they don't got no skill but they got they'll fall in line they'll they'll be a soldier you know they'll do this they'll do that and it's like yeah that can win you games but you gotta have stars you know like that's what i mean yeah you, can, you just can't go to. for that type of player man and you got to change with the game and he's trying to keep with the same philosophy philosophy for this last 20 years 20 plus years at this point and it's not working it hasn't been working really since 2015 
Um, so well, he, he lost he lost his general. His general, you know, he covered up a lot of like he covered weak spots when guys when guys would be unsure. Like I don't like the way Bill's talking. He's doing this, doing that. You got that one guy. He's just like, look at me, and they're gonna fall in line. They're gonna listen. They're gonna do what they have to do. Yeah, I got that clue. Outside of anything, Tom made all all of the backup players and all of the receivers that we had that were like C kind of re- receivers that were average. He made them all yep. look good and made them all average, you know, big yards, made them big time type mm-hmm. of players. So, um, you know, it's commendable for that, for the players that Bill brought in, but we don't have that type of head anymore at quarterback. And you don't even have that transcendent type of player at quarterback right now to even uh, make yourself uh, formidable really as a team. So um, I really think it starts with that. Of course, Mac hasn't really had the uh, – what he needs, the tools he needs to be good because his first year was good. He was with Josh and everything like that. It was great because Josh was the best OC he had. And every year since has been a bad OC outside of having Bill back again with some structure. But still, he hasn't had the correct structure that you need as a quarterback. But I still don't think he's the answer at the end of the day. So, you know, we, we got to figure that out, especially with this draft, with this opportunity right now. We already have the toughest schedule right now going down. So um, I, I think if they do with Mac, what they did with Tua, I think he'll be all right. Because look at Mac's receivers when he was at Alabama, fast yeah. guys, you know, guys that can run. You give them what they gave Tua, like, I think he'll be okay. But you don't have no stars. He's got, you know, so, B minus receivers all around him. Like, that's it. Not even so, B. <laughs> not even I B. said B minus, B minus, yeah. B minus. I got him B minus. Yeah. So. That, that's the tough part. That's the tough part. So I, I can't see any anything happen. I see a loss here in Vegas, too, as well this weekend. Um, and it's just going to continue uh, as the year goes on. So um, Isn't Bill one win away from his – I think it's like a milestone. Nah, I think nah, it's he, – uh, He's still second place. He's He still has maybe like 17 or 18 more wins. No, no, no. I think, I, think, I think he gets to like 300 or something like that. He needs like one more um, – I think he's made it. To get yeah, I'm pretty sure he's made, well, he's made it his career already. If that's so. the case. He may not get that until they play Washington. Yeah, I don't I, see. I can't even. I can't even see that. Like I said, so Giants. Only the really the Giants and the Colts are really the next two wins I could really maybe see a win out of. But it'll be fine. between those three games. In between those three games. That's that's it. So. Oh, and then you all play the Broncos too. Broncos. Broncos ass. Toss up. Broncos yeah. in a little bit of a dog fight right now. So exactly. exactly. So hey, it's a divisional game, man. Divisional games don't don't look at that too 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 close now. We'll see how it goes. But like I said, I'm really excited for the draft position we are in right now. Um, because we need something to change and shake up this franchise. And hopefully, if he is the GM going into this summer, he has some sense and he has some youth in his ear. Um, let him know what's up because we can't go in with Mac another year. And we can't go in, you know, with this type of talent on the team. So um, it is what yeah, it is. Oh, that, that's what Belichick, Belichick has 299 wins right now. He needs right, one right. more win to hit 300. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I thought, I thought he was going to get that against Dallas, to be honest. As soon as, they saw, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, it's one of those games. We got that. If he manages to get it, I, I think against, you know, uh, former coordinator would be the team he gets it against this weekend. Man, this is. That's- it's probably the one week. Like, hey, like, like, hey, like, hey, hey, let me, let me get my 300, you know, I like, can't see it. They got a hand, they got a handshake in place. 
Yeah. They're coming like, in town. I'm not even excited. They're coming in town, man. Like I'm, I'm not probably not even going there. So <laughs> it is what it is. It's funny. Mike, there was a meme. Might I saw the meme. They were like, uh, the Patriots trying to stop Belichick from drafting a long slap, a long snapper, with For their real. first pick in the draft. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> yeah, they gotta, <laughs> they gotta get him out the room, man. Right, so you he he and Jerry have got to be as far away from the war room as possible. Absolutely. Hey, man. Jerry, don't be making that bad of a decision. Not the first Jerry, time. don't make the decisions. Jerry, Jerry just announced You're it. Right. Jerry, he just they give Jerry a scouting. They give Jerry a scouting report, and it's like, look, this and is the guy we're gonna go with. And he shows it to the world, <laughs> like he did the world. I did. He's a showman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Jerry. Uh-huh. Uh, but Bill, man, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully they pick up some pieces um, when they play our divisional opponents. I definitely want to see them win those games. I will, I will, I will definitely be rooting for y'all against the Commanders for sure. The Giants, I, uh, y'all probably sack them a, at least a good five to to ten times. I mean, that's that's the going thing over there. So, uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, y'all do what y'all do. Um, but yeah. Uh, Tommy, Sad, have y'all got anything to add about these these Patriots? I mean, like I said, you know, they it's it's just a lot of injuries out there in Foxborough. That's really, I think that's really just what their issue is. And unfortunately, Mac Jones is just not the guy, or at least, you know, they need to find some sort of offensive weapon. He was clicking with the kid on um, with Jacoby Myers. He was clicking with him at first, and they sent him away. So, you know, you kind of stripped him of the guy he had chemistry with. You either bring somebody else in a wide receiver or somebody to add to his offensive power or offensive connection, or you bring in a new quarterback and, as Bill said, start over. Because, I mean, you don't really get rid of the guy that won, what, six Super Bowls? You don't get rid of that, that guy. Myers, that Myers deal didn't make any sense to me. I don't know why they, they got rid of him. That he was the only guy Mac Jones was clicking with. Still don't make sense to me, So. For the same exact yeah, yeah. deal as you gave to Juju, who's doing nothing, who's not yeah. part of the offense, he's not. You know, yeah. it is what it is. They gonna they gonna push they gonna push they gonna push Belichick out to pasture like they did uh Tom Coughlin. Yeah, I have to. John's I mean, gonna but push it, him out to pasture just like tough that with some someone with that stature. But they they're gonna because he's to. not. I can't I can't see him really working for another team because the way he likes to run things like. I don't really no. see that like flying. Um, it's not in today's game. The players have too much, you know, they're empowered to have their personality and all this other stuff. I don't, I don't see that happening. Wayne, how do you feel about how do you feel about y'all bringing a Julian Edelman somewhere in the front office? Mm. I mean, that's debatable. That's debatable. I'm just, I mean, he, I'm just asking yeah. I see him everywhere I, now. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. I I feel like he he would be a good young mind. You know, I mean, to mm-hmm. bring some sort of change in the office for sure. Yeah, yeah, because he's one of the guys that said, you know, they got to keep, they got to get Belichick out of that room because they feel like the what they see was saying the game is kind of like past Belichick by, and that's kind of why. I mean, obviously, especially without Tom Brady as well, like yeah. what you were saying to like make up for you know say the mistakes that he's making or you know yeah. not seeing the game progress. So yeah. who who would have thought Pete Carroll would be the ultimate? old guy coach in the NFL. Who who would have thought? Who yeah. would have thought? I mean, this dude is lively. You know, he's up there chewing that gum and going up and down that sideline. I mean, this dude is not, excited about going. football. And Bill Bill don't even smile, man. We're not going for Pete Carroll either because 
he had Marshawn Lynch and him looking crazy trying to get in contact with Russell Wilson. We're not going for that either. He's like, yo, if you, yeah. if you need to contact Russell, go through me. That's crazy. Weird. Right. He, said so this voice, he said this voice. He said this voice special. Don't don't talk to him. Yeah, nah, you nah, ain't no way. That's different. Anyway. Hit Marshawn. Hit Marshawn from the from the block number. <laughs> hit him from a block number, and he was like, "Oh, oh he called you." Like, what are you talking about? Star, six, star sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. We don't do that in the locker room. <laughs> Wild times. But speaking about people that are going to be sitting in the locker room for for a couple weeks, man, we got Jefferson heading to our hour from Minnesota, and we got the uh, second string running back. From Miami heading to IR as well. It's it's really unfortunate for Minnesota. I mean, they're already one and four as it is. I don't see them even making the playoffs at this point. Um, but as for the Dolphins, man, it, that really sucks. That, that's going to be a blow to their offense. I mean, they still going to be doing what they need to do out there. They still got Hill. They still got Waddle. And as long as they stay healthy, I mean, the sky's the limit as as we see. <laughs> but as far as uh, Minnesota, yeah, pack pack the bags up. It's over for them. Yeah, they're they're just about done in my eyes. How how y'all feel about these teams? I'm just curious who Kirk's gonna play for next year. That's that's what I'd like to know. Yeah, got no trade calls. I mean, but I mean, he's probably out of there. You know, Um, Jefferson. I think he's you know wanting to get something done contract wise. They drafted a receiver, Addison. Was he a first round pick? I believe so. I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I saw the concern saying that that Jefferson said he wanted he wasn't signing till he saw where Kirk was signing, meaning he wanted to stay with Kirk Cousins. Did you not see that? I didn't see that, but he's bugging. I'm pretty sure I sent that in the chat. Nah, yeah, I saw he did say that. He's he's like insinuating he's like, you know, if Kirk stays, I'll stay. But in my in my head. Why would you stay if Kirk stays? I mean, I guess because Kirk yeah, Kirk, well, well, that makes that makes a lot of sense because with Kirk Cousins, he's been able to, you know, achieve, you know, um yeah. the yardage totals that he's gotten. I mean, like, despite what you want to say about his game and they don't win and things like that, I mean, he's gotten everything um and been crowned, you know, the NFL's best receiver with Kirk Cousins. I mean, it is what it is. Like, that's a fact. So Right, I mean, but that's right. not because of Kirk Cousins either. That's also because you're the number one receiving option in that offense. I mean, yeah, but a lot of teams like got guys that are the number one option, and they're not, you know, getting the yards totals that Jefferson is getting. Is Jefferson the best top one, top two? Sure. Sure. Um, okay. I think it's Adams. I still think Devontae Adams is is the best receiver in football. But uh, despite what happened the other day in that game, giving him four targets, but um. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jefferson's up there. I mean, he's got the yards, um, and Kirk's been throwing to him. I don't see why not. I mean, he's comfortable. He knows Kirk can get him the ball. So, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. As bad as that team is, I mean, you still get the ball. He's achieved, you know, a lot of success with Kirk. No, I mean, we, I mean we've already seen something similar to that in Minnesota as well. There's a Randy Moss. So, you know, you can accrue the stats, do what you got to do. Because, I mean, that's, that's like one of the discussions now. It's like, would you rather – make X amount of dollars or win a championship. And especially in the NFL, the way it's set up right now, Minnesota is definitely not winning a championship. So young boy, get paid, get them stats, get to Canton, get into that hall. But I personally, I'm, I'm, I don't want to play with Kirk Cousins, but to Travis point, you know, but you said, I agree with you there. I wouldn't want to play with him, but then it does make sense because 
what he got him offensive player. Was he offensive player of the year last year, right? I, and I mean, he, he's born. Uh, I believe so. so. I believe yeah, so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he owes he owes his career to head to him, but I mean, no, like, no, look, no, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. But, yeah, but I mean, like so for example, like. So let's say this. Even if you take those two and put those two in another offense, are they still efficiently doing what they're doing now? Depending on the coaching. Yeah. And what, so, that's the, so right yeah, in the way. You have to look at the dynamic of that team. The Vikings, the Vikings for the past several years have had a terrible defense. Like they constantly have to throw. I mean, there are games where Kirk Cousins by halftime, you know, he's barely got over 100 yards, but. You know, they'll be in these situations where they have to catch up because they don't have a good defense, you know. So we're is that a factor? Away, Absolutely. We're straying away from the yeah. question, though. If we put those two in another offense, would they be the same as what they would be in the Vikings? I don't believe that he would be. Like, because like I said, depending on where you go, nine times out of ten. So let's – I'm trying to even think of a team that has – because think about it. Most teams have a, a number one. For the most part, minus maybe, unfortunately, Wayne, y'all don't really have a number one. Um, and and I don't give me another team that doesn't have a number one, so I don't single you out. Giants. Well, let me let me let me give you a better let me give you a better example. Before Justin Jefferson, they had this kid, Stephon Diggs. You might know him. Plays for the Buffalo Bills. Kirk could never get this man the ball. They just could never sync up. He'd be running the crispiest routes. Kirk would just overthrow him. Just wouldn't get in the ball. But you look, he goes to Buffalo, and Stephon Diggs is a like wide receiver one. We all knew he had the talent. Him and Kirk just didn't sync up. So if Kirk and Jefferson went somewhere else, I think they'd be just fine. They just work together. It is what it is. We've seen him with another wide receiver one, and it didn't work. So, I mean, honestly. I don't know. They got chemistry. For me, I mean, I feel like it's not smart for him to uh... – attach himself to Kirk even though he's not all this success with him regardless. Um I feel like this is probably That's the crazy. Yeah it is what it is. <laughs> um at the end of the day I feel like this is a perfect time <laughs> more than them. More than uh more than the more than us honestly than the Patriots. Uh I feel like this is a perfect time for them to position themselves for Caleb Williams because Caleb played with Jordan Addison at USC. Um they already had that connection and then that will lure uh, Justin Jefferson to stay because he can at least get the ball around. Um, I feel like that would be a great, a great connection, you know, I mean, with uh, both of them if they did that. Um, because they're right now in like the third spot right now, right behind uh Chicago. So, uh, they have a position for that. I feel like that would probably be the best thing. They they could worry about paying Justin Jefferson and then not worrying about paying a quarterback for the next few years because they're drafting one. So, um, I feel like that's probably the best move for them right now, especially while everybody getting hurt right now. Um, just let Kirk run out or trade him out by the deadline to somebody who needs a quarterback. Um, it's not worth, you know, keeping him around as on his last year. He's not really producing like that. He's he's producing and making his things right now, but I feel like it's not really worth it to keep him around. You also got to think about this. If Jefferson's on IR, like what incentive does he have to come back this year? You know, if the team has one win when he's off of IR, schedules to return, why would he come back? You know, people no. say, oh, just play, just play, just play. Like, nah, like, why would I risk it for, you know, yeah. the season's done. I'm not going to be the yardage leader probably. I already missed four games. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Bro, chill. He's not playing. He noticed he's done up. Yeah. Go relax. Yeah. yeah. Two trash yeah, points. Well, coming back that. just for the yards. He's coming back just to eat up on the on the yards. He's not coming <laughs> back, bro. I promise you that. Nah, he's probably not coming back, bro, because he's not going to win any 
um, accolades at the end of the year. He got hurt. You know, he had a couple games where he played really well. But, um, nah, I, I can see him not coming back, especially if they only have one win. I think they beat the Bears, but we'll see. I was we'll going to say, Wayne, that's a good point as well with Caleb. But another example of a quarterback or, you know, receiver kind of losing their spot was Debo Samuel. He was the number one receiver in San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy leaves, Brock Purdy steps up, and now Brandon Ayuk is the yeah. number one receiver by far. So, you, know, that, you never know what happens. He's in yeah. off. Oh, my God. But I'm saying you just – you know, because Justin Jefferson is, is, a, is, a, is a dog no matter what. But who's to say another quarterback doesn't come in and then, you know, like right. Chris Carter was – Chris saying. Carter was a guy to Randy Moss. And then, you know what I'm saying? So, just things to think about. Because, like I said, you, you, got, you got him – even if he goes somewhere – like a lot of teams have receivers now, so respectfully, you have him somewhere. He's, I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be competing. Other guys are going to be competing with him to get the ball, and then again, in be certain situations and the routes that are going to be ran, where it's going to be placed, and you know the target's always going to be on him defensively. So then that opens up other guys, and once again, if you open up other guys and you build a connection with those other guys, you're going to tend to look more to those other guys than your normal main target you should be. If so, Justin Jefferson went to like the Giants, bruh, Daniel Jones might be nice because he's got speed. He's got a good he tight no end. Don't have an O line. Yeah, no that would be rough. They can, they, they can, they, like they can fix that. They can look. They can give him Justin Jefferson on one side and put Devontae Adams on the other side. If he doesn't have the seconds to throw the ball, they not winning the game still. No, I, was just, I, would just, I would just run. I would just run. I would just run. Daniel Jones has been sacked times. I'm sorry. All streaks. I said, Hefe, didn't yeah. you say he's been sacked 18 times? Yeah. Let let yeah. Let's get into that fact right now. Daniel Jones in the last eight. I mean, last two games has been sacked 18 times. I don't even remember the last time a quarterback's been sacked more than 10 times in the past in two games. Man, I mean, this is. It's, it's I think Joe Burrow is pretty game. close. A couple of years ago to that. You're probably right. Joe Burrow last year or the year before yeah, that was, was fairly that close. Was he was Do getting it. that going on. Push but, push. I mean, 18 in two games? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like- but, I mean, you got – you got yeah, the Giants have a bad offensive line, but um, they also don't have a running game either. So, it's like we know what you're trying to do on every drive. Daniel Jones is your running back right now. Like, Matt Breida is not getting the job done. Like, it's that's, just, that's just a yeah. fact. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, like, they're going to look a lot better, but you've seen them in games when they have Saquon, you know? Like, yeah, he does a lot better. I'm just – they need a running game. They, they're they a one-dimensional team right now. It, so. But first, to have a running game, you need an offensive line. You, you yeah, know. you need an offensive line. But Saquon – okay, the Giants haven't had an offensive line in, like, 10 years, and we've seen Saquon, you know, be damn near the leading rusher in right. the NFL. But if you think about so, it, Saquon's a generational back. In my personal opinion. Absolutely. 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 You're not going to have many backs that are going to be able to create space the way that he does. So if you don't have a back that can generate the space that he does, you're not really going to have a run offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, to your point, they wouldn't even have a run offense to talk about if it wasn't for him. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Like, I agree. That, like, him being in that offense allows us to even bring up the point of saying run offense. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, because any other running back you could throw in there right now, like a Jamar Gibbs, maybe, maybe a Bijan Robinson, maybe you may get an impact right away. Maybe. 
but it just depends on the play, the play flow and how depending on they give him the ball. But like it's it's hard. It's hard when you have an O-line that's and I'll give him a little bit more credit. You have an abysmal O-line, but an unhealthy O-line with a somewhat healthy running back. You know what I'm saying? Like if you and have they a healthy spend line, first round draft picks on this offensive line. Like if, imagine even if you have a healthy O line with a sub a sub healthy running back, you're you're still fit for a better a better game than you would be with a unhealthy line and a healthy running back. You know what I'm saying? All it takes is one play. Yeah, I mean it's 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 unfortunate for what's going on over there in in New York, um, but you know let's let's see, man. Do you, maybe. Maybe there's some trades we can we can cook up and and predict that that the Giants can get or or maybe even the Vikings to to maybe the, maybe we can get Saquon and, and Jefferson back on the field with respective wins. Um, but y'all y'all think we can maybe uh, what's his name is I think is Mike Evans still trying to leave the, uh, the Bucks? I don't know. I mean, with them being three what's and one, name? I don't know. What's his name? Yeah, what's his name <laughs> is, is is actually putting on the show for him. He's trying to give him a reason to stay. Bacon's Baker's cooking. Yeah. Um, I did hear. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying Baker's getting to it. So I mean, I did hear movement on specific people. I heard movement on is Hollywood, James Connor, Dalvin Cook, Zach Ertz, uh, Daniel Hunter. I'm gonna call him Danielle because it's spelled Danielle. So, um, Jarrett Judy, and then uh, Trey Lancia, and then Hunter Renfro. Rent that, bro. Um, but it's Dalvin Cook needs to go back. <laughs> Dalvin Cook needs to go back to Minnesota. Dalvin Cook should have never left Minnesota. Minnesota now has to suffer. And now with Jefferson Jefferson gone, you would think like, hey, damn, son, we fucked up. Like, ouch. Like, yeah, you did. Because like Alexander Madison's not doing any nothing compared to what Dalvin Cook was doing, in my personal opinion. And Dalvin my thing is. Why did no other team try to get Dalvin Cook like that if he's such of, a hot commodity? Because of the situation he was in. He was also dealing with he was also dealing with shit, charges and whatnot, if I'm correct. The same way as Kamara, but Kamara, but see, and Kamara's situation was deeper than his. Yeah, they got that man on camera. <laughs> that was the worst part. Kamara's yeah. situation was deeper than Dalvin's, and they still took a cow. Alvin Kamara didn't even leave a roster. Didn't leave the roster. Like, hey son, you know what? We just we're gonna keep you here. We're gonna fight for him. Suspend them three games. Outstanding. Yes. Now we play him again. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Dalvin Cook fighting for his life. He's sitting there just crying behind Brees Hall as his little brother is going crazy in Buffalo. I'd right. be sick to watch my little brother go crazy right now. Yeah. I'm I just went crazy the year before. I was a fantasy, I was a fantasy top five running back last the last couple years. We're gonna be realistic. And now I'm sitting behind Brees Hall. Oh. Tragic. What do we what do we what do we call that? What do we call it, Tommy Grant? Nasty behavior. Nasty work. <laughs> nasty <laughs> behavior. It's all nasty work. Now, I think I mean if 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 Denver, if anybody in the front office in Denver has any sort of heart, you gotta move Jerry Judy, man. Because I mean he is a talent and he I think he just needs a quarterback. But where are you moving, Jerry? Because I, I, like I said, I mentioned that. But like, where would you move Jared Judy that he's going to have a dominant impact? Like, what team could you put Jared Judy on right now that he would take a number one role 
even a number two role, but be like an efficient number two, like how Christian Kirk was last year. And I mean, to to be honest with you, I mean, he will look great in Dallas. If y'all trade, if y'all trade, I didn't yeah, want to say you could get. Yeah, because I want to make it about Dallas. You can get you can get rid of Gallup. Be honest or, though, it's not about making it about Dallas. It's about being real. He would be good in Dallas. He could he could actually. No offense to the Nico kid and Robert Woods. You can pair him with CJ Stroud. Uh, yeah. Um, they need to tank down the ball more, in my personal opinion. Nico should not be getting the ball over Tank. He's, he's a little hurt right now. He's a little hurt. Tank's got a concussion, so he may That's not right. yeah, he's in, He is in CP. Oh. Aside, yeah, aside from Travis Kelsey, you could send him to Kansas City. I don't think you do that because he's in your division, but you could send him to well, Kansas City. Did Jerry Judy already get paid? Uh, hold on, let me check. I'm not sure of that. I'll let Stat look at that. But I mean, we're just we're just looking at teams that you know he could go to. But any um, team he goes to, that team's gonna have to pay him. So yeah, Kansas City's not in the business of paying receivers. It's like that's why we're paying you all the money, Mahomes. Figure it out. Hey, well, well, listen, Kansas City, Kansas City takes him for a year rental. You take that penalty, you pay that. You pay that penalty, but, uh, and then you you get him a ring. I don't think I don't think that franchise. Nah, definitely not. I don't think so either. The best, the best, the best franchises don't operate like that. But in the event you wanted to, yeah. I mean, you get rid of Quez Watkins, you could put him in Philly. <laughs> New York needs a receiver. Nah, putting Judy in Philly is too much, bro. I'd yeah, be that, yeah, that'd be that'd be overkill. Not sure. But you no, you put it. You put him in New York. You give Daniel Jones the number one receiver. You put him where? New York. So the Giants. There's the no Giants, life. The in New York. There's no life until they get off. Yeah, but I know, but they, but they need a number one receiver. I don't have Maybe. life there. There's no offensive line for my quarterback to get me the ball. You're not. You don't. You'll never have a number one until you have offensive line. Who? Oh, you can also send him to Green Bay. Jordan That's Love. More feasible. Now let me ask you. No, I think Who Green Green Bay straight. They, they ain't about to make that move. Nah, I mean they got a lot of youth at the receiver though. So yeah, yeah. That would be I think I think Christian Watson's that guy. I think he just gotta get healthy. But who's so, opposite of get? Who's opposite of Garrett Wilson? Uh, McCall Harmon. Who they want to trade? No, they about McCall Harmon about to get moved. Yeah, yeah. They want to trade. Him. You know what? Hey, they Jets. got Lazard on the other side, really. Oh, you know what? They do got Lazard, but Aaron Rodgers Lazard's is hurt. still injured though. No, Lazard playing though. Is he back? Yeah, Lazard's playing. Yeah, they Lazard's playing. But the thing is. You because Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, and Lazard is there because Aaron Rodgers. Lazard and Randall Cobb are there because Aaron Rodgers. No. You get rid of one of them and like a pick or something. Give him Jared Judy. Zach, hey Zach, because Zach Wilson didn't look bad against Kansas against Kansas City. Nah. Get give Zach Wilson give Zach Wilson another weapon, man. Well, he might be back on the gesture. The thing is, it's hard to move Jared Judy because of his injuries. Nobody wants to take that risk. He's playing today. Hey, so Amen. How's he doing now? That's is anybody Christian Christian McCaffrey was injured too? Fourteen touchdowns later. But that's a at running least, back in this. He built different, bro. He built different. Just, Jared Judy nah. came in the mother. I'm saying as a running back, you get hurt, you get hit more, so you're right. more prone. That's why they're not paying running backs. So Jared Judy is not going to get hurt that often. I mean, he he puts somebody in a situation where they can't get really touched up. So them on some go routes, man. Saint Garrett wasn't across the middle. You figure it out. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. 
Yeah, it's very dangerous. It really does. Why you so far? I'm not really look. I'm not sending anybody on some hospital routes, but I'm just, I'm just saying. You give Jared Judy the option to run a go route or going across the middle. Just, I'm taking a go route. Out with Garrett, that man, I got that man in fantasy. I oh no, I was pressing. How would you do that? No, first of all, first of all, why did you draft Russell Wilson? Yeah. Oh man, six running backs. Wow. You need somebody to run your operation. <laughs> hey, yo. 100%. Jeez. Hey, come on, man. He said it. Oh, no. like, why are you drafting six running backs? Six running backs? I drafted six running backs, and three of those starting running backs are all hurt, and one is out for the season. Crazy season. work. Can you, tell me what, can you tell me what running backs you drafted, please? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise production. Trash fantasy lineup. <laughs> I had who did I have? I had uh Nick Chubb. I'm sorry. Okay, that makes sense. Aaron Jones. Oh, that was that was terrible. Decent. Saquon Barkley. Makes sense. Whoa. David Montgomery. Makes sense. Javante Williams. Ew. He's just who's, not who, doing what he who's needs. Who's in to your do. league to allow all these running backs to fall? Well, you drafted six, so you might have drafted Well, he just all drafted them back to back to back. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say he looked like Dak with interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> now my it look, well, I thought I was marked by taking Debo because I wasn't expecting Ayuk to get to get to the number one slot. So clearly, clown. So so let me ask you this. You got six running backs and, and thought Debo Samuels was gonna be your savior every week. I, I bro, Debo Samuel was pulling 25 plus a week last year. Debo no, Samuel was also scared. getting rushing touchdowns too. Like <laughs> that was a big component of his game, rushing touchdowns. So, so I mean, that's what... And he and he clearly said he was done doing that. He said he better like, get back to it because Brandon Ayuk is the number one receiver. Brock Purdy done yeah. found something with that kid. Yep. Yep. Him and Kittle have been clicking too, so it's it's over. No, I'm not going for that. Don't need Kittle, no Kittle, Kittle only clicks against Dallas. He hates Dallas. Everybody else, he doesn't care anything about. Kittle don't play to the play, especially with this in this offense, because Christian McCaffrey is the great white hope. So Kittle can sit back now. He don't got to do. He don't got to do nothing. And they're looking to move Dalvin. They're looking to move Dalvin to Denver. He, look, he and he and Nick Bosa can go to the Klan rallies together. Because I know what type of time you want Kittle. They're Bro, looking to move Dalvin to De- Denver or Chicago. <laughs> Let go to Chicago. He I know. Oh, man, Bo, Bo says at the start. Where's Bo at? What? Where's Bo at on his Tuesday evenings? <laughs> Bro, it's none of our business. I'd rather not know. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Buddy is in the hood. I'm not talking about where the black people are. Bro, yo, I'd rather yo, not you know his whereabouts. Tommy, <laughs> I don't. I really, I really just don't oh. know. At this point, I don't know what to do with you. It's been just a consistent theme. <laughs> Somehow, some way, I'm gonna have to find a way to block you from these links. <laughs> but somehow, you find to keep popping your way oh, back. Man, you gotta check with just gotta this, this. You still got me connected to the email that you keep CCing me. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I called corporate last week and asked them to detach you from the files. You Somehow you made it back you this week. You're not, you're not doing what I do because I call HR. Not a, but not on Charleston White because they're tripping. Because Charleston White's on a different type of time. But I will call HR. Bro said so I call HR. 
It's Go clear, ahead. like I called HR earlier in the week for my guy Trev when we had that yeah, room. serious, serious situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to, they, I'm gonna they, have to call said, HR after this episode. <laughs> they looked at Trev, said it was the 1800s, <laughs> and then Trev's like, "Oh, it's the 1800s." You, I thought you was thought you was planking somewhere. How are you standing on two feet? I'm sorry, that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> take that back. No, I, was, I thought, I thought no. it was funny though. It was pretty funny. Oh, oh wow, little dark humor, no pun intended, because. It was the dark ones that were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. We're going to get up out of here. You can join us this Sunday. We'll be live right back in London for the third straight week. Yes, sir. London, man. You heard I it. Not, I will not be in London. They have bed bugs out there. They're doing crazy. Yeah, we, we we ain't going to London, but the NFL out in London, so we're going to be streaming. If they pay for live reactions. Them out, them on the way, yo. Man, I'm going to go to the ends. Get me. <laughs> this brother got this a good a, accent. This is America, this is America brother. This is the red, white, and blue. <laughs> not top boy. It's not top boy, fam. He said not top boy. In past, it's red, white, and blue, too, bro. Mate. Remember, learn your colors. Actually, you know what? If you think about that title, that's kind of crazy. You really think about top boy? It's kind of crazy. Yeah, why? Why are you? Why? why and why are you kind of crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, okay. Tommy, 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 Tommy. That's it. That's <laughs> enough out of you. Just Catch us live. Catch us live this Sunday. I didn't say one all episode. I didn't say one all episode. I didn't say one all episode. It's okay. Catch us live on Sunday at Social Frequency on Twitch. Follow us on IG at Views from the Dot Fifty on YouTube at Views from the Fifty Podcast, Spotify, Google Check Views from the Fifty. That brother's wicked. Yeah. Check out Earl's um, album. Earl that, Earl Switch. Earl and Alchemist. I appreciate everybody for stopping by, and we'll we'll it's see y'all. We'll... Real rap, real bars. Rank. <laughs> He's still upset about Rihanna, guys. Rihanna's yeah. had two kids. And Bring no all the dogs! All the dogs! <laughs> Stream it. It's literally Jeff, go ahead and stop. Go ahead and go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. Go ahead and stop. Literally, literally what's, for what's cats. Going on? What's happening? Go ahead and stop. Not for any animal whatsoever. <laughs>